All right, everybody, welcome back to the Two Views Podcast, where we talk about several different topics where you got two different views. They might be the same, they might be different, but we're just here to give you some information and help you grow, to help us grow, uh, and hopefully we can grow together. I'm Keith. Yeah, man. I'm Kevin, man. Yeah, we're here to have fun, have some discussions, man, talk about some great topics, man. You know how it is. The, the boys are back in town. Yeah, I feel you. So, man, how the week been going, man? Great week, so I'm good. Everything's good, man. Um, life is good. Can't complain, man. I know that sounds like sometimes people just say that and they're still going through something, man. But right now, I'm solid. I'm solid. Man, it's the best you? time of the year, man. It's the best time of the year. I'm going to tell you why. It's the best time of year, first of all. Um, I, I, I'm a giver. So, of course, with the Christmas thing, I, you know, being able to uh, serve people and give people Thanksgiving and Christmas. But, man, I'm just excited to get some of my mama dressing, man. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you, bro. She won't post to cook, man, but knowing that she making a dressing. Listen, mama can't come. Mama can't come and not make no dressing. And I bet Rakia going to want her to make some uh, broccoli and cheese. I mean, mama, I want to make mama, some broccoli and cheese. Mama can't come to Thanksgiving and not cook. I'm sorry. I love you, but come on, mama. Mama got the best dressing in the world, man. As long as Uncle Sterling to make the dressing, we straight. Man, but she deserves to come sometimes and rest, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. But I'm making the fried turkey, you know what I mean? I'm making the uh, caramel cake. Dang people think I people think I can't make the get make caramel cake. I'm finna surprise y'all though. I'm gonna surprise all of my caramel cake. Listen, I don't eat caramel cake, man. But the one thing I'm gonna give you credit, man, I ain't, man, that fried turkey banging, man, fire. I will never Just go me- back, man. Once you eat fried turkey, you never go back to oven baked turkey. So So I get your fried turkey. I get mama dressing. I'm straight. I'm good for the night. So I'm just That's excited. Need, this, really. Yeah, I'm excited because this is a good time of the year, man, to be around family, man. It's just been so long, man, with everything that's going on in the world and going on in our lives, man. I'm just excited about giving an opportunity to be back back in the P with family, man. Yeah, mom been in Mississippi, so yeah, good to get everybody back together, man, and love on each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, let's kick it off. So here we go, man. We always start off with some hot topics, or not? We don't even call it. We're gonna change the name of that. We're gonna call it something else, man. But we don't call it uh, the two views top five. Two views top five, man. I might come up with something more creative than that, but right now, so we're gonna call it, man. So last week we did, we did top five lyricists of all time, top five rappers of all time. Keith list was booty, but man, it is what it facts. is. Facts. Um, I, I look back at the video. Facts, right? <laughs> you caught me off guard. You caught me off guard, though, man. <laughs> Terrible, bro. Um, but today, man, we're gonna do something different, man. Um, a different top five. So we both love military movies, man. Like we were both in ROTC. I was gonna go into the Marines when I first came out of high school. Decided to go to college and play some football. Uh, brother was a Marine. Like I'm big. The guy who got us to play football was in Vietnam. So military is, is um is a is a topic that we love talking about. We love military movies. So today, man, we're gonna go with uh. Top five military movies of all time. Top five military yeah, movies buddy. of all time. Real you quick, I want to salute. I, real go quick, ahead. though, I want to salute the uh, veterans. I know we passed Veterans Day, man, but if ain't nobody told y'all, man, thank you for y'all service, man. I mean, uh, the, you know, it's world so politicized now that we forget the people that that guarantee our freedom uh, day in and day out, man. So salute to y'all, man. Thank y'all for y'all service. And with that, man, the U.S., man, we can do better how we treat our veterans, too. Like, Amen. Man, bro, I go, I used to go downtown Chicago, man, walk the streets. 
almost every homeless person that sits down there, sign says, former U, uh, U.S. veteran. Bro, we shouldn't have our veterans on the street. But that's just like, we got to do better as the U.S. how we treat our veterans. And that's just me. Just got to do better. No, I, I, don't, I don't think that's just you, man. But if you think of us being the number one superpower, the richest country in the world, well, well you know, that that's debatable. Um, we should be able to take care of those who who risk their lives um, to make sure that we are, our uh, freedoms are secure. And that shouldn't be at a cost, right? It shouldn't be an argument of uh, we need money for this so we can't do that. This should be an area where we support we support those veterans, man, the people that 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 take that risk, man. So I don't think I don't think there's any excuse for us um, not having mental health care for our vets, having easier way to get loans for homes. Um, we we just like you said, man. We need to do better, man. These these people, we 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 owe the freedom um, that we got to them, man. We just we just we we're not doing enough. I mean, I'm thinking about Clay on Seal Team, man. Uh, I know it's just a, a fictional oh. show, man, but that whole process uh, brought brought to light brought to light uh, what's going on with our vet, veterans. Man, one day we're gonna talk about seal things. I know I don't know if you lost saw the last ep- two, last yeah, episode, man, but yeah, that's well. I, I I messaged the writers on Twitter, bro. I was so mad, bro. I'm like, y'all tripping. But anyway, top five military moves of all time, man. You going first? Yeah, I'll let you kick it off. But I guarantee, I'm telling you, bro, I guarantee we got the same number one. I bet I guarantee we got the same. Yeah. We gonna we gonna we gonna push back on all the other ones, but I guarantee we got the same number one. Go. So so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the bottom, man. And I love like man, like I say, I love military movies. I can watch military movies all day. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start with my my number five pick is gonna be Saving Private Ryan. Okay. I'm gonna rock with Saving Private Ryan. Is my five man. That was a good World War Two movie, man. I just man. The thing about it was the detail of the movie, like the the yeah. way that they reenacted that those those situations was dope. Um, number four, Black Hawk Down. I thought Black Hawk Down was a dope military movie too. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next three can be interchangeable, but I'm gonna rock with them in the order I got them. Um, my number three is We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson. We Were Soldiers. That that that's my movie right there. I can every time that's on TV, I watch it. I watch it every time. I know the second one, Keith Jean got on your list. I know it ain't on your list. Thirteen hours. Thirteen hours is dope. I don't. Thirteen hours. Thirteen hours is a dope movie. Uh, Not in my top five, but thirteen hours is a dope movie. Thirteen. I man, remember remember Benghazi. That's my movie, man. um, Yeah. After I watched that movie, I researched the whole Benghazi thing, man. That was that was a crazy situation right there. And yeah, we might be our no ones might be at the top, man. But Active Valor, Active Valor is the one of the top yes, military sir. movies of all time. And what makes that dope is they actually use real Navy SEALs in that movie, so that's what make it even more dope, man. But Active Valor, bro, it, it man when they then they hit that corner, when they and when they been being chased by them dudes and they hit that corner, the then the ship part boats come in, man. Bro. The dopest part of a military bro. movie ever. That was the oh, dopest bro. part of a military movie ever. Bro. Um, Amen. At perfect time, spraying, and, um, yeah. and at the end, man, the way the guy jumped on the bomb, jumped on the grenade, and all that is like the sentimental aspect of it, man. It's like that's real life military. Yeah, but that's my top five. Yeah. So the, here's the thing, man. We have to let the audience give us a topic, right? Because the last few topics we've been kind of agreeing, right? 
And I thought yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. this was I thought this was gonna be one where we disagreed, but man, all right. So uh, I gotta I gotta give a a, 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 a honorable mention. Um, and this this is a fictional movie based on a uh, based on a uh, a true uh, historical event. But the Patriot, that's my honorable mention. I love the Patriot. Patriot was a dope movie. Mel Gibson did a good one, right? Patriot was was a dope movie. But that that's my honorable mention. But my 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 five and four, we got the same, but they're interchangeable. I got Black Hawk Down as five, and I have Save Private Ryan as four. Uh, that's cool. so yeah, I, I I got those flip flip and but like like those can go either way, uh, because Black Black Hawk Down just for me was a, was a cold movie. Uh, I know we both had one that the other one didn't have. You had Thirteen Hours uh, as your number two, right? My number two. All right, so I'm gonna go to my number two before I tell my number three. My number two was your number three. We were soldiers. One of my favorite movies about the Vietnam okay. War of all oh, time. Yeah. Um, so that that was my your your number uh three is my number two. My number three is one I, I guarantee you haven't even watched. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket is my number three. And if you ain't see it, you need to see it. You always hear people say talk about Gomer Powell. Go ahead. No, I have seen Full Metal Jacket, man. A lot of people say that they top military movie. I I I don't think it's in my top five. It's in my top ten. I don't think it's in my top five. Full Metal Jacket, my number three. Right, I, I think I think that because I think it's the realism of 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 what people went through during the Vietnam War. Uh, another one of my favorite ones I can put as honorable mention is uh, Tom Cruise's uh, "Born on the Fourth of July." If you ain't seen that, it talks about what they went through in the I Vietnam War. He uh, the people like uh, he lost his legs and became a protester uh, based on a true story. You got to see that one. Um, but of course, our number one's the same. Man, I told you, man, Active Valor uh, is just the realism of Active Valor. Um, chills. My favorite part is just when he, like you said, when he came in, came in spraying. They hit the water, and the uh, gunboats came in and, and laid laid the fire. Um, but yeah, that's my top five. I got number one, Act of Valor. Two, We Were Soldiers. Three, Full Metal Jacket. Four, Save Private Ryan. Uh, five, Black Hawk Down. And then I got Patriot and Born on the Fourth of July as my honorable mentions. If you ain't seen Born on the Fourth of July, keep check it out, man. Born July. I seen Born the Fourth of July, but I'm gonna check it out, man. You know I watch all military movies. I'm shocked you to have Don Kirk on there. Um, Don Kirk, that was a shocker. It's a good movie, but it's not. It's not even in my top twenty-five military movies. I thought Pearl Harbor was a good one too, though. I thought Pearl nah, Harbor was Don Kirk was better than I mean, Pearl people, Harbor. People like no, no, it's what people don't like Pearl Harbor because it was a, it was a love. They had the love part about two people, the love scene. They weren't all about the action, right? That's why people put Pearl Harbor so low. Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor was a dope movie. That was a dope Bro, movie. Bro, it's in my top twenty-five, man. But Dunkirk, Dunkirk, bet not that, yeah. Top twenty-five. It's in my top twenty, and it's a lot of good movies. I, I got, I, I, I would put, I would put Wind Talkers over, uh, over, over Pearl hey. Harbor. World Talker was was good, man. What was the one with um with uh Bruce Willis? My was it Bruce Willis? What was that one? Um, oh, Tears of the Sun. Tears of the Sun. Tears I still, of the I Sun, still, probably my six. I I I, 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 I still was the movie. I still got twenty five. I still got twenty five over Tears of the Sun, man. You know I watch movies. No, no, man. you don't. No, you don't. Yes, no, I you do. don't. Not over Tears I of watch, the Sun, bro. No, I watch. I watch movies, man. I. I I, I would put uh, Tears of the Sun, bro. 
I, I would put uh, uh, American Sniper over Tears of Sun. I would put. Oh, you uh, love. Oh, you love. I would oh. put. Um, what's the other one you where uh, ripping? The one where he got he got captured uh, by Taliban. Um, shoot, man, I can. Uh, Nuh-uh. I'll put Hacksaw Ridge over Tears of the Sun. Bro, you tripping. You tripping. Man, I'm, I'm listen. done talking about this topic. I'm done talking about okay. this. You tripping. Listen. You tripping. And listen, everybody. Listen to the listen Hacksaw to the Ridge. movie. Listen to the movie buff. Listen to the movie buff. Listen to me. I'm telling you. Okay. okay. All right. I want you to remember you just said you would put Hacksaw Ridge over Tears of the Sun. I want you to remember yes. you said that. Yes. Like, crazy. Yes. I, man. I, <laughs> Uh, we, well, we need we need to expand this list, man. We need the audience to come up with a list, man. We too similar. We we pick stuff we kind of similar on, man. Yeah, man. We try our best to pick something that we not. But yeah, y'all out there, if y'all listening, man, give us a topic that I think we'll be uh, we'll we'll debate on and we we won't agree on. But we we disagree on some of this stuff though. Like you yeah. know, you putting this, some of the stuff over to the sun. You tripping? You tripping? Tripping? You gotta think about it. When I look at military movies. I look for the the historical uh, bases in all of them. Yeah, I'm a history that's teacher. Your, that's your problem. I, Watch no, the movie I, for the movie, bro. I, I, but I think that's what you're missing. I balance the movie, the acting, the soundtrack, and the historical accuracy. You just like, it was a good man, movie. Man, bro. Good theatrical movie that, that depicts how military truly is. Like, it can't be no movie where it's good theatrical, but it doesn't depict like how military people think and how they are. It's got to well, depict all that, that entire concept. If that's the way you're going about it, Hacksaw Ridge is over Tears of the Sun. <laughs> if that's how, if that if that's your explanation, Hacksaw Ridge is better than Tears of the Sun. I mean, bro, anyway, Tears man. of the Sun, Tears of the Sun, those military dudes, those that group of uh, military people had to make quick decisions what they need to do at the time. It put them in a position where they had to make a quick time decision and they lost people in the field. That's more theatrical than Hacksaw Ridge to me. Yeah, he was going back trying to help people up that dang rope. Man, but man, whatever. Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Dark Thirty was better than uh, than Tears of the Sun. No, it wasn't, but Zero Dark Thirty was better than Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> Keith, this man, this man didn't want to shoot a gun. Yeah, that's the whole point. Exactly. He was going back saving people. Man, I ain't trying to hear all that. That ain't realistic. It's, I mean, it it's was a true, it was it's a true, true story. story. <laughs> I know, I know, it was based on a true story. But still, man, like, how, how often you heard that happen? You go back, you pull the people but, up, and but, you don't want to shoot a gun. Man, but please. that's what make that's what make it dope, though. That's what make it dope. To you, it was a good movie. I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie, but to put it over to the sun, you have lost your mind. 100 percent, one hundred percent, without a doubt. Okay, agree to agree to disagree. <laughs> We can do that. Yeah, so. So what's up, man? That's what it is, man. That's our top five. Yes, sir. Here we go. Let's jump into this topic, man. Uh, so today, man, we're going to discuss a topic um, that's directly connected to us as um, we feel like... Um, and we'll get more detail why we feel like we can t- talk about this topic, but we're going to talk about how to become a good man. Um, especially with us having young boys as, uh, both of us having young boys, I think this is a good topic and both of us been mentors to, um, to the youth in the past. This is a good mentor, a uh, good subject for us to discuss on 
how to become a good man, so how we how we maneuver in that aspect, um, and how we teach uh, others how um, that we are um, connected to in order to walk in a way of being chivalrous and being upright and uh, a good man in um, in, in the world. I, I want, I, if you don't mind, man, I want to, uh, I want to flip it, um, because I, I, I wanted to be what it, what it, what it means to be a good man, right? And the reason why I, I say that is because when we say how to become, I don't want to get the assumption that we've already arrived, right? We're still That's a work true. in progress, right? That's true. Um, ain't nowhere, ain't nowhere close, man. We, we, there, we, we, we haven't arrived at all, and so it's just well, like. What I want to I want us to discuss what it means to be a good man because what what our perception of what a good man is versus what another group or women or society believes a good man is completely different. So we want to consolidate that into uh, to 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 uh, categories and steps that can take us in that um in, in that area because because it is it is a dying art um a dying process that that i think we can bounce back from but i don't want it to seem like that we've arrived because i know me personally and i'll get to more personal stuff about that i'm a long ways away right but i, yeah. I do know i do know what it takes to be but i'm a i'm a uh i'm a long way away yeah and some people might ask ask us um what gives us the right to have this discussion, right? And, and I'm gonna speak for myself. What gives me the right to have this, have this conversation, is is three things, uh, or two things really. I've had to mentor, love on certain young boys, love certain young boys to to get them to go in the right direction. And the main reason why I think we can have this discussion is because of failure, right? Mm-hmm. There's areas we we could we we didn't do well in that allow that we got educated on and we could think about it process and lead people into another direction that they don't need to go in order to, to become that or want to be great in a certain area of being an upright uh, man in society. So our failures give us, gives us the right. Right. So, yeah. and, 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 and you, you so right. I'm glad you mentioned that because it is, I think, I think what, what puts us in a position to be able to have the discussion is our failures. It's, it's that that's 100 it isn't that we are great men and we've done these great things it's because we failed but not only that we felt that we felt and adjust we we failed and we we continue to fall and try to and adjust right we, it's 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 we understand that it, that this whole thing is a process um and, and it's not final right there there's no finality to this process it's it's something it's in there there's upkeep like your lawn you got there's upkeep right um but i want to say uh from my personal uh side when somebody said what gives you the right or what put, thinks you're in a position that that you can talk like this or what gives you the um uh qualifications to have the discussion i don't i don't have the qualification i don't i, I don't want it to make it seem like that i am a professional in what it what are the categories and the and the the uh, makeup of a good man um but i think what gives us the position to do that is that the willingness to talk about it right and not be defensive and to be vulnerable right i think that's what makes us puts us in a position to have this conversation so often it's it's uh, what it takes what it means to be a good man is a debate 
There's no debate in that, in my opinion. There's no debate in in the makeup, the structure of a good man because we all we all can be good men with different components, different personalities, different different makeups, and so I'm not a I'm not a um, a professional in what would make you a great man based with your personality, but I know what some foundational pieces and I know some of the mistakes that I've made. I know some of the mistakes that I continue to make that I don't want other people to make. Yeah. It's like, if you, if you think of it, if you think of it this way, it's like a tree, right? All trees are, have one foundational thing, right? They have a trunk base and roots where they get their nutrients, right? But each tree can deliver something different. Some walnuts, some apples, some oranges, right? But the foundation is what's the same. What makes it a tree is its foundation, right? And what it produces. So, um, yeah, man, I'm not I'm not perfect by far. Y'all know my slogan. Y'all know what I said. Full disclosure, right? Um, I'm far from it, but I have the foundational pieces to get back on the right track when I do slip up, when I do do certain things. I have that that core in me to where, you know what? I'm not I'm not I'm not um processing the right fruit I can adjust uh, because I have that core that core foundation in me you 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 just summed up the podcast man we we can go home now because you said that you have the foundation to to adjust and that's what it's about I think we we have this idea of perfectionism when it becomes when it comes to being a good man and that's that's if you don't mind, I, I kind of want to start there because this is not only a discussion that I want to have with men, but men, women, and society, right? And I guarantee the, I guarantee people are going to not necessarily disagree with this, but you're going to hear some, no, I don't believe that. When the fact that I, mentally we do, there is this thought process that to be a good man or for a man to be good both from the outside looking in from the man and from the woman's perspective, there's a perfection assumed, right? There's an assumed perfection, right? And you say people, if you talk to women, say, I want my man to have this, 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 and this, and this. He doesn't have to have everything, but he needs to have these. However, we tend to judge our significant others or the people that we're talking to based on some of the things or qualities that we didn't say is necessary for them to have. Right. So, and with that, it's like, there's a perfection. Like you have to be this perfected man. Right. And that's not the case. You don't need, you don't need to be a perfected man to be great. And we have to separate those things. Uh, I think so, uh, Tyler Perry's 80, 20 rule is, is, is a, is a perfect example of that. One thing I want to add on to that a little bit is Keith just said we don't have to be perfect and we'll never we never will be, right? No matter what, we never will be. What our goal and our and our thought process should always be to aim for perfection, right? To aim for it, right? We're never gonna be it, right? We shoot for it, but never gonna be it. But if we don't aim for something great. It limits us, right? It puts mm-hmm. us in a in a position where we never we never seek to attain our greatest our greatest height, our greatest possibility, because we're we're like, you know what? I'm never going to be perfect, so 
It's like shooting at the bullseye. I'm never going to hit this bullseye. Right. So let me just try my best to hit the outer ring. Yeah. No, aim for the bullseye. Right. And if you happen to hit the outer ring, you hit the board, right? Well, I'm aiming for I'm aiming for perfection. I'm aiming for the bullseye. I may be the best husband, the best kid, the best whatever, best mentor. I'm aiming for that. I'm not going to be perfect every time. But I'm still seeking that, right? And that's what I this is what I believe on it. Yeah, but I think that, but you 100%, and, and that's why I said, made that statement before, because there's components to this thing. I think us as men, we have to aim for that, whether we miss and fail, it's like darts. We throwing darts at a dartboard, right? And we trying to get that, but we trying to get a certain number, right? It's not necessarily hitting a bullseye, right? And so I think, but what I, on the other side, I don't want there to be an assumption of perfection. You know what I mean? There's an, there, there, there's an assumption of perfection, Um when that I, I will never be perfect I, I will i will never be the perfect man not going to happen i have so many qualms and issues i will never be the perfect man but i aim to be i aim to be that person and i'm going to fall a thousand times but i aim for that so i just want to i just want to just set the groundwork that that there is an assumption of perfection and that that's that that's not that's not gonna happen yeah and, and let's let's not touch that 80 20 yet because i think when we start talking about relationships yeah. you know we're yeah. gonna dive a little deeper into that 80 20 but yeah, if you want yeah, to go to it can a little bit but i think nah. we'll get to that, the lecture podcast 80 20 gonna, gonna come to con in a discussion yeah, and I, I didn't, um, I, I wasn't planning on talking about eighty twenty. I was, I'm with you. I, I think that comes back to the relationship piece. Uh, but I, I want to jump in. You know, you know, Kevin said full disclosure. Um, I, I want to do a little full disclosure, man. Um, and I, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm on that uh, same same t- page with Kevin with, with being vulnerable. Uh, I think the one thing about this podcast we strive to do is be vulnerable. Um, and I have, I will sit here in front of you and say, um. There was a time where I was not a good guy, right? I had the perception and the viewpoint of the good guy, as, and and I'll just be in in, in in that full transparency at the beginning of my marriage, I was not a good husband. I was not. The first two years of my marriage, I made so many mistakes, um, emotional affairs, infidelity. Um, just there's there were so many many mistakes because. Um, and I'll get to why in a second. And I guarantee it's not going to be an excuse because they're so easy for us to make excuses for um, for why we, we weren't, weren't us. And so I was never a good guy. I was a chivalrous guy. I wrote, I wrote the love poetry. I was I believe in chivalry, opening the car doors, all this other stuff. But on the flip side, I was not a good guy, right? Um, and I've had to make amends to people, uh, women in my past, where I just wasn't a good guy, but you know when I started the process to to jump uh, jump that uh, get to that route, say what what's the man I wanted to be, right? You know what I did, and this is the key. I want I want to make sure men hear this, and women, anybody if you want, if you're not who you want to be, I want you to hear this. I did it for me. That's first. I did it for me, right? So often when I was trying to fix who I was, 
right? I was doing it to save a relationship, save a marriage, save embarrassment, right? Uh, uh, save um, uh, future friction, right? The goal is always to save something, not to become a better me. That's where it has to start. If you want to know what it means to be a good man and you want to approach being a good man, it has to start with you want to be a better you for you, nobody else. And you have to be willing to risk it all. You have to be willing to say, if this person walks out of my life forever, that's okay. You have to be, a, and I would say I was willing to risk it all and say, hey, if my wife walked out of my life forever, that's okay. Because I caused the damage. I caused the harm. She has that right. She has that ability. Um, and so in order to go on this process, in order to to um, to thrive in this process, you have to do it for you. It, it's that simple. 100% because... At the core of anything in your life, let's think about just logically. Let's think about it just in your, in your own life. Like at the core of everything in your life, what is at the core of everything in your life? You. The yeah. core of everything in your life is you, right? If you're not the man you're supposed to be, not just relationship, but with your kids, with the people you come in contact with in society, if you are not comfortable with you, if you're not good with you, everything that's attached to you will die. Everything that's attached to you will be um, de will decay and, and become bad, and you'll just feed this poison to every branch of your life. Because at the core, like we talked about earlier, the foundation the foundation is off. The foundation is wrong. The foundation makeup is not what it should be. And that foundation, the core, is you. You can't blame anything, any situation in your life. If you can't look back on it and say, where could I have done better? I don't care. If it's, it could be a situation where um, you are completely in the right. Mm -hmm. Completely in the right. But sometimes you still got to go look back, okay, and look at your steps and the way you moved and say, what could I What could I have done different? And it might it might be you might go and look at something like that and be like, I there's nothing I could have done. But the point is, you took the pro the process, the steps to say, okay, let me point it back to me real quick. And then once I can take it away from me and know that I'm not the issue, now I can, I, now I can see things for what they are. But you still always got to bring it back to you and say, what we do a lot, man, in, in not just relationship, but in life in general, we always want to point the finger. Yep, we always want to point always. the finger. Like, we got we to gotta come, come back to the point where point the finger at myself first. How could I have been different? And then once you figure that out, then you can figure everything else out. But no, as long as we keep pointing those fingers and trying to blame somebody else for why, like blame our dad for why we went down this road or, or blame our mom for why we went down this road, we never get to the root, which is me. I'm the root. Yep. I'm and the foundation. Know, right. And you, and you know, um, it, it's, I can tell you unequivocally that Every time I did it for somebody besides me, I failed. Every single time. 100% of the time, when I wanted to make that change, I'm like, I know who I am. I know who I can be. Every time I did it for somebody else, I failed. That's whether it was my 
a girlfriend, a wife, a kid, I, I failed every 100% of the time. So what what I what I what it, what it happened to me when I started the journey because like you said we we always talk chivalry we always talk being a great man uh, what it means to you know be chivalrous and loving and compassionate and have passion and we've always had that in us as 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 young men and as men right but we've we've made mistakes um, but one thing it helped me do by saying look Keith you have to do this for you and you have to be willing to lose everything to get to get to that point was it made me start seeing like what are the holes in here that I need to address, right? And I had the daddy issues that was my hole, right? But the problem wasn't the the daddy issues. It was my neglect of addressing it, right? So it was I neglected to address that. And I'm telling you, man, I mean, it was the best feeling in the world. I said, you know what, Keith? Let's let's do this. Let's do this. How old are I? I was 20, 20, what was I, 25, 28, 28 maybe? 27, 28? And I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I have these daddy issues that I, have, I, won't, I have, won't deal with, I haven't dealt with in me, right? And it was a hole here. And if I wanted to start the process to be a great man, I have to deal with that. And so what I did is I wrote a letter to my dad and I said, Keith, I went to the mailbox. I said, Keith, when you put this in the mail, you have to let it go. All that hurt, all those daddy issues, when you put this in the mail, you have to let it go. I put that letter in the mail and I let it go. And that was the beginning of setting my foundation of like, this is the, on, my, on my track to become the man that I needed to be for me. But it, it, it created it created an opportunity for me to see that, that we got to, like you said, we got to stop blaming situations and societies. Because once we know that those are the issues and we choose not to deal with them in us, it's our fault. And it became my fault when I decided not to deal with it and it changed when I decided to deal with it. Yeah. So, and, and, and with that, let, let's just start, like, let, let's sit, say it from here. Like, let's start about, let's start talking about what's the fight for foundational aspects of being a good man or trying to make, what's the makeup of it. Right. So I think in all these stories and what we're saying is that one of the key components is self-awareness, right? Yeah. One of the key foundational pieces it's self-awareness, understanding where we are, understanding that we're not perfect, understanding that we have certain issues and trying to deal with those uh, those problems. So being self-aware of who you are, what you are, why you are, is a key foundational component mm-hmm. to becoming a good man, to, be, to build yourself to be um, that great person. So uh, self-awareness, man, that, that it's a key to this process. And it's going to hurt. Right, self. When you first become self-aware, it hurt. You feel like crap, right? It's your rock bottom, cause you realize, man, I'm, I'm a piece of, I'm, I'm worthless. Like, it's, yeah. it's, and that's not for all men, but for, a, for, for some of us, when we become self-aware, a lot of times we feel like crap. Like we feel like it becomes a weight. Like guilt, hurt, 
like you, one of those feel one of those terrible feelings is going to come guilt hurt um like it's it's going to come you're you're not going to become self-aware and be like oh wow rainbows and unicorns no you're going to be like man so in order, the first when you become self-aware it, it, it's 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 i think a lot of us are afraid of it right i think we're we're afraid of because we're these tough guys that we these strong guys that we're afraid of what's going to come out of that self-awareness but i'm telling y'all it's the first step it's the first step to greatness yeah i 100% agree and um we talk about how um th- there's a mentality that you have so once you become self-aware right um, you then create a mentality, create a thought process of, of, of and you start building, um, you start putting things together to create this mentality of how to be this great man, right? Um, what, and we always hear about the three Ps, right? But we always hear about the three Ps and the concept of, um, first let me talk, before I get to the three Ps, we got to carry ourselves a certain way as men, right? It's the way, yeah. the way you carry ourselves, and not just in public, but being behind closed doors is important to, to being a good man, right? Because what, however you are behind closed doors, right? It, it, it comes out in public, right? It comes out in front of people, right? So having the right mentality, having the right thought process, um, helps us carry ourselves as upright men, right? And, and, and like you said earlier, that's different for every man, right? But the foundational pieces aren't different. Right, the foundation pieces are different. So, I'm going back to these three P's. We hear it all the time in relationship. Um, the protect, provide, and profess. Right, we hear all the time about what you're doing in your relationship, but protecting, providing, professing are foundational key points of being a, a good man. But not just in relationships. Not I mean, not just with your with your with your mate. Right, that's not a mate. Those are not mate foundation pieces. Those are life principles, right? Yeah. As men, we must protect, we must provide, we must pr- profess our love for our children, for our children, for anybody that is, is this part of our life, to even just a common person on the street, right? That's a those should be core foundational pieces of who we are as a man, right? Um, if I see a, a guy beat a, a girl on the street. I don't walk away from that. It's, it's it's hard for me to right. It's hard for me to, um, because it ain't like I'm gonna go over there and start fighting a guy. But I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can stop that situation. If it comes to me having to hem this dude up, I will, man. Because by by my very nature, I'm a protector, right? And I'm a provider. I go to work so people so my son can eat, right? So my son can have things, right? Um, and, and providing is just not going to work, man. It's, it's stuff you do around the house. It's, 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 it encompasses so much more than going to work. And some men, some men get this one wrong so often. We think going to work is providing. Yeah. Going to work isn't, just going to work is not providing, man. It's a lot more to that concept, right? And then professing, man, we should always tell people that we love them. We should mm-hmm. always tell people we love them. 
Hey, hey man, I, I need you to say it again. Like, even though I we talk and we talk about relationships and mistakes made in relationships and having to do this for ourselves, being a good man is uh, relationships is only a piece of the pie. This is this has to be who we are as men from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep. It's about how we treat our coworkers. It's about how we treat the person who's on a cash a register at the grocery store. It's about uh, taking care of our fellow man, right? Um, this is not this. This will be very beneficial for your relationship, right? Be very beneficial. Absolutely. But if you only operate as a good man in your relationship, well, like Kevin said, like Kevin said in the previous podcast, you're failing. Like he said in the podcast, you're you're failing, right? Um, and, and this has to be a lifestyle outside of outside inside and outside of relationship. This has to be, they, this has to be absorbed in you. Yeah, man. So, hey, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I got, you go ahead. No, I was going to jump to chivalry. If you got well, something else to say, go and say. Because I'm just going to jump to chivalry. Yeah, because but this 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 is going to this is going to kind of like lead you into chivalry because I don't know if you remember uh, this this poem. This not poem, but this saying from John Walter Wayne. Um, and, and I, I just want to read it. Um, and if you want a copy of it, anybody, I can send it to you. And it's called the true gentleman. Uh, he says, "The true gentleman is the man whose conduct proceeds from goodwill and acute sense of propriety, and whose self-control is equal to all emergencies. Who does not make the poor man conscious of his poverty, the obscure man of his obscurity, or any man of his inferiority or deformity. Who is himself humble and is in." Who, who himself is humble if necessity compels him to humble another, who does not flatter wealth, cringe before power, or boast of his own possessions or achievement, who speaks with frankness, but always of sincerity and sympathy, whose deed follows his word, who thinks of rights, who thinks of rights and feelings of others rather than his own, and who appears well in any company, a man whom honor is sacred and virtue is safe. One of my favorite sayings of all time about what it means to be a gentleman. And even in that, even in that, uh, that saying by John Walter Wayne, this is about who you are to everyone. Being a gentleman is about the way you act with everyone. So with that, that will that definitely gonna lead to chivalry. Um, so we wrote a book, a poetry book, years ago called "The Rise and Fall of Chivalry" because we felt like chivalry was dying. And and to be honest with you, I feel like chivalry is dead. Uh, we we can debate that. Um, but I think also a foundational core piece of being a good man is chivalry, right? And, and, but here's the reason why I said chivalry is dying or chivalry is dead is because, like for me, talk about me, just me. I feel like I'm chivalrous, chivalrous quite often, if not all the time. And let me just talk about it from an aspect of women, right? I feel like I'm chivalrous in the sense of opening doors, doing certain things, right? We're just going to talk about women, right? But I'm sorry to say this. Some women, not all, y'all make it hard. Y'all make it hard to be chivalrous. And I'm saying that for a sense of, like, there's so many, so many times where 
like the whole open the door thing, right? And I feel like every man should hold the door for every woman. If you go into a to a location and there's a woman behind you, it could be like for me instance, went to the movies, there was a woman behind me, and then there was a woman that was at least twenty yards away. I stood there and held the door for her too, right? Because I just feel like that's my responsibility as a man. That's a core foundation for me of being a good man. Is that that discomfort part. But I hate it to my core, Keith. When I do something like that, even though you're not doing it for acknowledgement, you don't get it. It's like they just walk through, and then they, if it's another door, they don't even try to hold it open for you or like just pop, keep it open a little bit so you can put. They just go right through and keep going. It's like. Why did I just hold the door for you? Why did I do all these chivalrous acts for you if if I if, if it's not being like noticed or cared for? But I, one thing I want to say about that is we don't do it to be noticed. We don't yeah. we shouldn't do yeah. it to be noticed. Yeah. We shouldn't do it to be cared to have any type of response. But man, it makes you feel a certain way when you do do those yeah. things and it's not taken, right? Because back in the day, think about the knights. Not, women wanted that. Yeah. The knight doing everything perfect, chivalry. Even back in the, the 1800s, not early 1900s, people opened doors. And all, it was like, it was like they felt great about it. It was like a great. Now they hold the door, code. somebody's like, yeah. Now they hold the door, somebody's like, nothing. It's like, I, mean, I don't know. You can, yeah, it, it baffles now, me how chivalry works nowadays. It baffles so me. It, it, it for me too. But uh, I like I, I, this was a while ago. But uh, I was I was on a date, um, and I believe that uh, uh, you should walk to the the left side closest to the street. What the process is that you know, so it splashes, you know, it hits you and doesn't hit the woman. And so I did that, and the one girl was looking at me like I was crazy. And then I held the door for her, and she thought I was looking at her butt. But here's the thing, though. I'm gonna push back a little bit on you because I can't blame women, right? I believe it's a dying art that women haven't had a chance to experience, right? I, th- I, th- yeah. I think it's, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say I think it's a dying art that that I'm, a, I'm a, just my opinion that most women haven't had an opportunity to experience, and I'm, I'm not talking about the hold, holding doors because. Um, I teach my sons that we hold it. Ma- male, female, woman, child. If somebody's behind you, you hold the door for them. Doesn't matter. I don't care who it is. You hold the door. It's a respect right? thing. It's a respect. Um, but I think, I think there has been a. I, I I feel like, given analogy that chivalry is grass and we pour grass and we kill her on it, right? I <laughs> think, and it's just yellow. Right, I I think it's it's something that has be, has has not not dead but is dying, but I don't think we can always pass the buck to women because I don't think most men do it or were taught it. Right, I think that's causing some of the death. Right, that it was that is not not something taught. Like you you have some organization that taught. Young man, how to how to be chauffeurs, how to set tables, how to how to court a woman, and those are few and far in between now. I think it's becoming a dying concept that women aren't having the opportunity to experience, and when they have the chance to experience, it's like, what is this? 
Now, your holding the door analogy, that's a whole different story. It bothers me like you. It bothers me into my core. Like when, when you hold the door and they just let the other door in front of you just slam it. It's like, okay. Um, bro, there's just, bro, it's a pet peeve yeah. of mine. Yeah. But I, I think I think we got to take some ownership of the, the, the dying the dying breed. And I would say there's a dying breed of good man. No, nah, nah, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's a dying breed of good man. I think there's a lack of training of what it means to be a good man. Which part is this podcast? No, no, no. I, I agree with you on that. And, and there's, there's a number of reasons why, and I'm not, and I wasn't trying to blame it completely on women or all on women, but just some, some stuff for me where some stuff agitate me. But I, I agree that it, it didn't, the women didn't cause it, right? It started with fathers, right? Fathers in homes, fathers not in homes, fathers working yeah. too much, like not taking time out to make sure those things were priority, right? Of course it started with us. I mean, 100% started with men. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, like even we talk about, we talk about walking left on the, I always walk to the street, even with my son. When we're walking, I'm walking, I'm close to the street. And we call my certain way, yeah. we switch hands all yeah. the time, right? So that's just something that's a thing for me. Um, and we have to take ownership of the certain things. But I'm big on everybody having accountability for everything, right? Everybody has yeah. accountability for everything. Mm-hmm. We got to take ownership for all of it. Men have to take ownership for this thing dying. Women have to take ownership for this thing dying. Um Parents have to take ownership for these things dying, right? Or our grandmothers and grandfathers have to take ownership for this thing dying because, like you said, it's not being taught. It's not, mm-hmm. but it's also not being accepted, right? And, and the reason because you know things have changed well, over time and things aren't being. But how do you accept something you've never experienced, right? I, th- I think it's, I think that's difficult, right? I think it's I think it's even though you know sometimes things are good for you. But it's hard for you to accept that good thing because you, it's it's new and you're afraid of it. You're like, uh, uh, I don't. And so I I think it's I think it's hard. I think it, I think it's easier said than done. I got to push back, man, because you you telling me they've never experienced chivalry in their entire life. That's hard for me to believe, bro. It's hard for me to believe. And I'm going it's to hard for me I, to believe. I, and I'm going to say. Most women probably have not. Uh, I'm going, uh, and, 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 and yeah, we have to, we have to, two views. I, that's why we call it two views. <laughs> I, and, and, and I will stand on that because there are certain things that we call chivalrous that are just simply the right thing to do, right? Like, there's certain things that but, are just, but like you said, there was a part of the night's nice code, though. Right, it was. What I'm saying, there's some certain things that we now can that we we I'm not I'm talking about there's certain things that we consider, oh, that's chivalry. No, that's chivalry is another layer of things. It's a higher level. And I don't think most women have experienced chivalry. What what we what we talk about sometimes that women have experienced is just the right things to do that right things that we should just right things we should just do as as human beings. Right? And I think when you talk when you talk about Holding the door, opening the car doors, helping a woman. A lot of women haven't experienced that, and that's because it's not taught. And I and I'm not I'm not gonna blame 
us for that. I, I think it's the not being taught is part of the problem. I don't think a lot of uh, men know how to, the importance of that or how to do that. So, so let, let, let me just make this clear. I'm not blaming women for the lack of shit. I'm not, oh. I'm not blaming women for causing this, right? But I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, certain things, certain things I agree. It's just doing the right thing. But also, when we talk about chivalry, chivalry at one time was doing the right thing, right? That was chivalry, doing the right thing. But in the concept of how, how a man should present himself. I think what we're starting to do is dilute, or not dilute, but mask the right thing and that discards chivalry, right? It discards chivalry because eh, that's just the right thing to do. Oh, he just did it because it's the right thing to do. No, it was. A sh- it's also a chivalrous thing to do, right? I don't. I don't keep. If I don't hold a door for you, is that a wrong thing? It's not. The, it's not a wrong thing. Right. It's not wrong. It's. It's kind. Of, you being an a hole, but it's not wrong. I'm not mandated right. to do it. I do it because I have a respect about me and I have a, a certain stance about me to do such, such, and such. And I'm not talking about just the women. I hold the door for some men. There's a man behind me. Hey, man, you go go ahead, right? But it's just a thing, a part of me, that chivalry thing that we believe in, it's a part of us. That's why we, do, I think, you know, and I'm not going to talk for you, but in our mind, in my mind, it's the right thing to do because I had instilled in me chivalry, right? That's why, to me, it's the right thing to do. And, and, and this is gonna veer. This is gonna veer off a little bit, but let let's, let 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 me let me let's just get get to get to the to the crux of what of what what you're saying. Um, and maybe I'm wrong by 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 thinking this. And as you say, the women accepting this this concept of chivalry, and it could be it could be the, this this concept of the independent movement, right? We gotta talk about this one. Yeah, no, no, we 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 can talk about it now because I I I just want to say this before we jump back on the good man train. Women, you can be independent and still allow for 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 a man to be chivalrous. I think I think a independent woman is one of the most beautiful things in the world. A strong-willed, independent woman, but that doesn't mean you don't have to. Uh, 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 you don't have to. How can I say this? Because I don't want to say allow. Allow isn't the word. Keith, I want to no, no. I, I got the word. I was going to say this word once you finish. I got the word. Women, it is not wrong for you to demand a man to be chivalrous. You should demand uh, it. That, that no, was you should demand. Bro. I'm, what I'm saying though is like, man, we got too many dudes sitting on couches playing video games, not doing enough for their women, bro. We Facts. got too many dudes doing that, bro. The man's your man to get up and get it. Like the man, the man respects for him to do what he's supposed to do as a man right. and hold himself accountable and have that knighthood and have chivalry. Like demand him to do that. Like, bro, I hate unless unless he making money playing the video games. You should be playing the video games. You ain't got no job, bro. My 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 thing was I I I won't I won't independent woman being an independent woman is beautiful, 
It's 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 beautiful. It's sexy. But that doesn't give. Don't give men the escape, right? I th- I think we're kind of on saying the same thing. But don't give us to escape. I make my own money. I got my own house. Got my great. I'm happy for you, right? But you got to put in on this relationship, right? It's not like I'm tell you. You 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 require us to invest in the relationship, right? And sometimes you can be so in. The, you can have the. I, can, I don't want to say so independent. You can be so keyed in on that in, that independency that that it gives it gives certain men an 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 escape not to do what they they're supposed to do as a man, right? So live your independency, love it, beautiful, sexy, mm. right? But don't let us escape. Don't let us escape from being who we're supposed to be. And so many men right now are escaping. Yeah, women, I want to put y'all up on some quick game. Y'all already know this game is y'all y'all know this saying. If you give a man an inch, he gonna take a mile. You allow your man to sit on that couch and not do nothing, he gonna sit on that couch and not do nothing for as long as he possibly can. If unless he's a chivalrous upright man, which we're talking about, the good man who said, you know what? I got to protect, provide, prevent, profess for everybody around me. That's my thought process. That's my core concept. I'm self-aware of who I am. Another foundational concept of being a good man. I know, let me get up off this couch. Let me make some calls. Let me hustle. Let me do my, but if you give a man an inch to do certain men, an inch to, to not do certain things, to, to get away with certain things. Oh, oh, we going, we going to walk with it. We're gonna, well, walk, let's we're gonna walk that tethered line rope and long tethered logs and go. But let's flip back, man, because they right. don't make it right, fellas. We, we, and, and, we no, no, fellas. no, it don't at fellas. all, at all, right, at all. Because because I don't want no, I don't want no fellas to see this and be like, yeah, yeah. No, man, just because, just because I'm gonna put that it in the basketball yeah moment. Term. Yeah, yeah, right. One oh yeah moment. I, I'm gonna put it in the basketball term, bro. Just because. Just because you got the lane don't mean you have to lay it up, right? Just because you just because you got the lane don't mean you got to you got to lay it up. And so so often it's like, man, man, my girl give me all this freedom. So no, that don't make it right. That don't make it right because that shows who you are as a man, right? If you have freedom, if you have the if she has the trust to give you the freedom, and you out here wilding, bro, that that that's messed up, man. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and, and this isn't judgmental I, I, because I, 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 we made those mistakes. Yeah, I won't say that to y'all fellas out there that be like, man, the, no, man, you bogus. I'm telling you right. I'm telling you right now. I, I gotta speak to the men right now that's that's sitting on the couch right now and not hustling. Playing video games okay if if you working and doing your thing, but if all you do is sit there and eat all the baby's food and, and play video game, hey. You are not eating all man. your fruit stacks and drinking all your Capri Suns. You actually, you, you can do better, man. You can do better, man. You got, you got an obligation to be a good man. That, that's not uh, being not a yet. good man. That's is a good an word. Obligation. 
That's a good word. It's an obligation. Obligation. I'm gonna go once again. I'm 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 a uh, I'm politically Christian, so I don't care. When when God put man on this earth, He didn't say, "Um, do whatever you want." Man had a job. Mm -hmm. Man had a job the moment he came on the earth. Get up and go get a job. Hmm. Somebody hired. It's especially right now with all the labor shortages. Come on, man! You can't tell me ain't nobody hired. I ain't trying to hear that. Hey man, shout out! All right, shout out to the eighty-five shout show, man. Uh, Carlos Miller, Trigo V, uh, DT Young, Fly Man. But you can't be sitting at home uh, eating all those fruit snacks and drinking the Capri Suns, man. You gotta get up, <laughs> get out, and do something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, you, and so the 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 concept of 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 the good man is taking ownership of who you are what you strive to be and holding yourself accountable to your fellow man and who and and or those you in a, you, you have a relationship with right it's it's how you carry yourself when like john walter wayne said it's it's how you carry yourself day in day out from point a to point b to uplift the fellow man to uplift to to honor to respect to show high regard for the people that you come across and that has to be who you are. It can't be. It can't be a facade because for, for so for so long, some of us, and me included, have been putting on the facade of what it means to be a good man. No, I can open. I can open. Let's. We were just talking about chivalry. I can open the door for you. Walk on. Walk on your left side. Uh, hold the door for you. Pull out your chair and be a jerk. Absolutely. Right. I can be. I can be the most chivalrous guy you've ever dated. And be a jerk, right? So it's not about chivalry. Is a component of what it means to be a good man, right? It's a component. But if you have that, and not the rest of the parts, you you, yeah. you just it's just you. And we can line it up with that and say, go back to what we said in our foundational core pieces: self awareness. And a protector, a provider, and a professor, and having chivalry, right? Mm-hmm. To me, those are the foundational components of being a good man. Not a perfect man, a progressing man, a, not a faultless man, but a, a man who's trying to do his best, right? Yep. Who's obligated, who, who understands his obligation to be a good man and accepts it, right? So what I would like to say is for men, be the pebble, right? What do I mean by be the pebble, right? You throw a pebble in, in the ocean or throw in a puddle, it hits it, causes a ripple effect, man. Whoever you surround yourself with, kids, friends, family members, be the pebble. Show them what a good man is, what, it, what, a, what a good man looks like. Faults and all, right? Faults and all. Show them what the process looks like so... Your sons can know what it is. Mm-hmm. So your daughters can know what to, look, what to look for. Yeah. Right. Right. And so your your friends can know what they need to do to raise their kids right. Be the pebble. Be the pebble. And so and I challenge anybody to Kevin talked about being a protective provider and a professor. 
on top of being chivalry. I'm going to tell you the, comp- the components, so some of the major components for us, and I, I challenge anybody to not find one of those four as essential in being a good son, being a good friend, being a good father, or being a good significant other. I want you to, to I challenge you to not to, to show me where those components are not involved in all of those areas. They are. They're, they're, they're all over those areas. Um, and, and if we want to change a generation, it starts with us looking inside of us and saying, am I protector? Am I provider? Am I professor? Am I practice chivalry? Do I, am I, go ahead. And that's that first foundational point, Mm self-awareness. Yep. And that's where, that's where it starts because some of us, yeah, let's be honest. Some of us think that we are God gives to women and ain't nothing wrong with us. No self-awareness at all. No self and that we talked about how they how uh how uh we, we sit on we allow to sit on the couch, we sit on the couch. We allow to take that layup, we take that layup, right? But that's because we're not self-aware. That's that's because we don't understand the ripple effect. So let's go back to your pebble. Every time we do something, we're throwing a pebble and we're causing a ripple effect. Yep. What type of ripple effect are you causing? Right? What type of ripple effect are you causing? Um, and, 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 and we have to become self-aware um, to where we, we see, when, when you become self-aware, um, you start seeing your deficiencies. And this is going to be a bad analogy, bro. But I always think about Terminator and Skynet. When Skynet became self-aware, it started seeing all, all the deficiencies of the, the human race, right? And that's why it started eliminating, right? Self-awareness allows you to see deficiencies and deal with those deficiencies. But I want to share something that's very critical about seeing those deficiencies. When you, when you, when you deal with the deficiency, other deficiencies show. Never fails. Yep. When you deal with a deficiency... And you strengthen your strengthen yourself in that area. It shows a weakness in another area. So this is a continual process. This is a continuous process, and it will be a continuous process until we leave this earth. Yeah, man. So what I say, man, and tighten this up a little bit is that start with start with becoming self aware, man. Start with re- sitting back and say, let me look at myself a little bit. Let me see if I'm if I'm what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, what can I do better? Um, how can I? Um, what's going? How am I affecting those around me? Like become self-aware, like he said. Like be be self-aware there, and then move on from there. And and I guarantee you, once you become self-aware, and you understand where you are and where you stand. It's easier to move in those other areas. It's move. It's easy to move into protect, provide, professing into chivalry when you understand where you are. When if you don't understand where you are. It's hard to move in that direction, and, and that's why I push back on your, your, your some of the stuff about about the women because I think it's when we start talking about those things, it creates the lack of platform to become self aware. I think I think, and I'm saying us, 
But I think some men start to use that as an excuse, right? And it prevents us from becoming fully self-aware of our deficiencies, right? The only thing we can work on is us and hope that everybody else that connected to us will 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 adjust will will adjust accordingly, right? And that's what I'll go back to what I first said. I had to make the changes for me. I had to make it for me in, in the hopes that that I didn't lose everything, right? But in the hopes that if I did, I was still doing this for me. And so often we can put obstacles that make us say, okay, man, they acting like this or they doing this to me. But it's not about them. It's about what type of man you want to be. Absolutely. And that's different. That's different. It's going to look different. I mean, heck, I said, I mean, what was it? Hell, we twins. And that looks different for us. Yep. So, man, to each day on, man, find you, find out who you are and and be be self-aware and make those adjustments accordingly. And I guarantee if we can start doing that in ourselves, man, we 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 will come a long way. Take aim. Like remember that, take aim. You can't you're not going to be perfect, but aim to be. Aim to shoot for the goal. Aim to shoot for 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 what's necessary, right? Don't just you know, say I'm not gonna be, so I'm not gonna do. Ain't for it, right? Yeah, man, that's it, man, for us, man. Um, being a good man, what does it take? Well, two views podcast, man. This was a good one, uh, good discussion. Like we said, we uh got our our email address. You want to reach out to us, holler at us, ask a question, give us an idea on what we could debate on our on our uh two views uh top five. Um, whatever, hit us up, two views podcast at gmail.com. You know, we'll respond. We need those other people that won't respond. So, yeah, okay. Could you, before we go, man, run down, run, run down those components again, man? Um, and uh, tell me if I'm wrong, I'll run them down for you. Uh, you're self aware, you got your three P's and chivalry, right? Yeah, start with start five foundationals, start with the self awareness. Right, you can practice the three three P's and that chivalry all you want, but if you're not self aware, you're gonna it, 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 you're gonna you're gonna come back to the beginning. So, self awareness, those three P's, run them down again. Protect, uh, protect, provide, and profess. Yep, and then practice chivalry, man. You practice your chivalry to your to your every man, right? Everybody you come across. Yep. And real quick on that, what you just said about starting with self awareness, and then. It, you can't do the other without self-awareness because you know, so many people where they feel like they protect and they provide and do all that, but get mad at their mate because something else missing, mm-hmm. right? You're not self-aware from, from what else you're doing, right? You're doing those things, but you're not aware that else you're hurting your family, right? So you got to start with self-awareness. It has to be first. Yes, sir. That's it. Hit us up to Views Podcast. We holler at y'all. Thank y'all for listening.